Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for the Chiefs Kingdom Show, live with the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, and Chiefs head coach, Andy Reid. It's presented by Bad Boy Moores, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mo with an attitude. And by Hy-Vee. The world's best tailgating begins at Hy-Vee. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. In case you missed the news, Josh Klingler is the Chiefs' newest sideline reporter. And since we can't hang out with 70,000 of our closest friends this fall, there's only one guy who can bring you what you missed from inside the stadium on Monday mornings, and that's Kling. Weekdays starting at 6. Make sure to tune in to Fesco in the morning for inside access to the Chiefs' sidelines like you've never heard before on the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Here is the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. And good evening, everyone, and welcome as we open the doors to the Chiefs' kingdom on a special AFC Championship edition on this Monday evening of the show. Normally, we would be in front of hundreds of fans at a Hy-Vee Market Grill somewhere in the Kansas City area to start our fire up for a second consecutive AFC Championship and Lamar Hunt Trophy that is slated for this Sunday. That'll be at 5.40 p.m. against the Buffalo Bills. Now, we know our 2020 world uh, was thrown into uh, craziness, and 2021 is anything but normal as we flip the page, but we're hopeful, not only uh, on the field with the Chiefs, but off the field as well as we continue to battle COVID. But as we have all season on these Monday or Tuesday nights, we want to keep the energy and the spirit of the kingdom going. And tonight, we don't have Lucy or Ethel, but we do want to say hello to Stephanie Wilson from Kansas City, Missouri. Stephanie is the winner of our Hy-Vee Private Chiefs Kingdom watch party. She's joining us tonight on a Zoom call, and she knows how to work Zoom because her son works for Zoom. Stephanie has received tonight, being our winner, a Zarda barbecue meal sent to her house, catered by Hy-Vee for her and nine of her socially distanced friends. So uh, Stephanie also gets an autographed 8x10 photo of a Chiefs player, and she is our first winner this year, Stephanie Wilson, 
whose son works for Zoom. So she's on this, and she's got this down, but she's having a party tonight. Plus, she also was at the game yesterday to drown out all those Browns fans who somehow infiltrated the stadium. But Stephanie is one of our winners tonight. Uh, She is our winner of our Zoom call, but also a winner being in the stadium yesterday. Now, you can be like Stephanie. You can win uh, to be our private Chiefs Kingdom Watch Party winner. Just register at your local Hy-Vee or check out your favorite local or favorite Hy-Vee Facebook page uh, to register. Also on these Mondays or Tuesdays, if it were, on these Chiefs Kingdom nights and days after a Chiefs game, you can score the savings. Just shop Hy-Vee the day or night after a game and score fuel saver discounts equal to the number of points the Chiefs score. And then the, also the amount you spend. 22 points yesterday in that glorious divisional uh, round playoff victory over the Cleveland Browns. So you can cheer on the Chiefs and watch your fuel saver discount grow with every point that the Chiefs score. Now, this discount offer is with qualifying purchase only and fuel savings limited to 20 gallons. Some restrictions apply. See your store for details. But also, perfect for championship week. And I'm really big on this because this is awesome. I've been talking about this the last several weeks, but Hy-Vee can actually give you a trophy tonight. And it's their H-plus program. It's one of the best things I've ever seen Hy-Vee do. It is the H-plus program with the membership. It's got its perks with the Hy-Vee Plus premium membership. It includes, and I get this, free Hy-Vee Isles Online grocery delivery free two-hour express grocery pickup, your own personal shopper. You cannot request Mahomes. That's not part of this. But you can have your own personal shopper with this High V Plus premium membership. Everyday fuel savings, exclusive monthly perks. You can join tonight. Here's how you do it. High-V.com forward slash plus. High-V.com forward slash plus. It's the H-plus um, opportunity uh, from High V. All right, we got a lot planned for you tonight. We got to get fired up for the third AFC Championship game in as many years in Kansas City. So, with Stephanie Wilson tonight, we're going to just back up the truck a second and pause to think about the statement I just made. After 58 years of never hosting an AFL or AFC Championship game, Sunday makes history. At 5.40 p.m., the Chiefs will host the Buffalo Bills. No AFC team has ever hosted the battle for the Lamar Hunt Trophy three consecutive years. Now think about it. The Pittsburgh Steelers have six Super Bowl trophies. They have won eight AFC titles. They've never hosted the AFC Championship game three consecutive years. Moreover, and maybe even more amazingly, the New England Patriots a six-time Super Bowl winner, have won 11 conference championships and never hosted three AFC championships in consecutive years. What an opportunity for the Kansas City Chiefs and the entire Chiefs kingdom to be center stage again for a third straight January. For a third straight January to host the game that awards the trophy bearing the name of its founder to the winner of the game. Now, I'm featuring uh, the opportunities that it presents uh, this uh, week in my Minute with Mitch segment because people have actually moved to Kansas City. They want to live here uh, because they love uh, the Chiefs' kingdom, and there's been a lot lot of exposure with the Kansas City Chiefs, especially over the last three seasons. Now, 
The Bills are hot. Here they come, the Buffalo Bills. Kind of a throwback game, if you will, because the Bills and Chiefs played on January 1, 1967 in the old AFL in Buffalo. Chiefs won that game and went to Super Bowl I. But in 1994, it's the 1993 season, in January 23rd, the Chiefs lost the AFC title in Buffalo. Joe Montana, head injury, had to leave the game. The Bills won, and they went on to the Super Bowl. But this time, the Bills are coming to Kansas City. Yes, they're hot. They've won every game since losing to Kansas City Sands won. They lost on that Hale Murray desperation pass, a uh, namesake of the Hale Murray pass thrown by Kyler Murray to DeAndre Hopkins. That's the only Bills loss since October the 19th. But let's also do not forget the Chiefs have only one loss in that tame, same time span, and that was to the Chargers in Week 17 when Kansas City rested its starters. Now, yesterday, the Chiefs gutted it out over the Cleveland Browns with this divisional playoff win. Chad Henney, a 13-year veteran quarterback, had never played in a playoff game and had to relieve Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes midway through the third quarter after Mahomes left the game in the concussion protocol. Henney was able to engineer and finish a drive started by Mahomes to pick up a field goal. With 4.09 left in the game, the Chiefs clinging to a 22-17 lead, it was Henny's preparation and, frankly, his time spent playing the whole game in Week 17 in the aforementioned game against the Chargers in what many of the kingdom thought was a meaningless game. Now we know that probably laid the groundwork for Henny to come in and be the bullpen savior of the game. His genius and the guts of head coach Andy Reid and his staff was also working in this game. In a few moments, our Dan Israel is going to go into a lot more detail with an exclusive chat with Coach Reid. But first, let's set up the whole sequence of drama because the Chiefs have to try to run out the clock, not give the ball back to the Browns, and then win the victory there. Uh, it set up that crazy fourth and one play on third and 14. There was a scramble, and frankly, I thought it was one of the worst spots I've seen. With Andy Reid, there's no wasted days ever. No OTAs, no mini camps, no training camps when we're in St. Joe, no wasted days. It could be in the middle of June, and Andy Reid would be working on that very play that sealed the win yesterday. Coach Reed talked about it earlier today, how it's a collaborative effort to have the guts and the preparation to pull off a fourth and one when very few on the planet thought you would even snap it. Here's when it came down to the uh, last minute of the game when sometimes people can go silent on the headset, uh, there was good communication there. And um, I mentioned that Joe gave a heads up when uh, it was prior, it was the call prior to um, the throw that, listen, we might, we might need a, Fourth down call. If you decide to go that way, you get a potential big call coming up here, coach. So you know one of those deals. So he gave me a nice heads up, and and then Mike Kafka reminded me that of uh, what the quarterbacks had on their script the night before on fourth and one to win the game, and and EB gave me the thumbs up. I mean, you know, so everybody was involved. It was, you know, and that's really what it's all about. And we'll need that same thing, obviously, coming up this week against a great Buffalo team. So the Kansas City Chiefs players. And these quarterbacks are like astronauts that we send into space. It's like the Apollo 13 movie when you see all of those people trying to get them back to Earth. That is Andy Reid and the way they prepare and his staff. But it also took a defensive stand. A group defensively led by Steve Spagnuolo had to defend the castle and dig in against a Cleveland Browns offense that had scored two consecutive touchdowns. Chris Jones, many think, well, hey, he's having a down year. He hasn't had the sack totals of years past. It's arguable, honestly. He's having his best season yet as a Chief. 
Now, he's fifth in pressures and hurries in the NFL this season. But I can't fully appreciate his heroic efforts until I watch the video the next day. Chris Jones was unbelievable on the last drive. When you get a chance to watch the video, watch it. He doesn't even get anything in the stat sheet for it. He was incredible. Tyron Matthew was excellent. Looked rested and refreshed after his two weeks off, and he was everywhere. Other heroes, Dirty Dan Sorensen on the play against Higgins at the goal line that was the touchback, and others. The defensive side deserves mention. It definitely got the attention of head coach Andy Reid, who earlier today recognized him. I thought the defensive scheme that Spags put together against what I thought was a very explosive offense, both in the run and the pass game, was was tremendous. I thought the players played and challenged that way. They had a lot of confidence in the game plan. Badger had the the interception. Uh, Big Chris had that last series that, you know, he just bared down and did some beautiful things. Dan's tackle, it was created, which created a safety there. I mean, that was a great job by him um, and, and so on. So anyways, there were a bunch of personal things that, that came through. Uh, Sneed, I thought, you know, for being in his first playoff game, I thought he did a nice job as a young guy. So all positive things. Watch this game if you can, and watch particularly the last drive. There were heroes all over the field, especially Chris Jones. All right, the status of Patrick Mahomes this evening has not changed. He's still in the NFL's official concussion protocol. There's no shortcuts or quick answers Answers why you're in this process. And it's a process, quite honestly, that's led to a drastic uh, increase in player safety over the past several years. Step one, symptom, limited activity, stretching, some light balance training. That's where Patrick's at now. Step two, aerobic exercise. Step three, football-specific exercise. This will be throughout the week. Again, there are no jumping over any of these hurdles. Uh, the NFL's put this in place, and it's been very good for the league. Step four, club-based non-contact training drills. And step five, full football activity clearance. Everybody wants an answer. Everybody wants something quick uh, to be decided. It will not be uh, quickly decided when you're in the NFL protocol, and that's a good thing. Now, when we come back, as Andy Reid would say, let's roll, because we will have a more in-depth, exclusive interview with Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. He sat down with our executive producer, Danny Israel, in a one-on-one exclusive interview. You will hear that when we return to our Chiefs Kingdom show on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now, back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. 919 to go in the first quarter. Kansas City second and goal inside the one. They're going to run a sprint action. Option. Touchdown! Kansas City! Just like they started Super Bowl 54 with Mahomes on an option run. They start the 2020-21 playoffs with an option run to the same part of the field. Mahomes, his fourth career playoff rushing touchdown. Yeah, it was a similar play later in the game in the third quarter, basically midway through the third quarter that he was injured on. Again, I've mentioned he's in the concussion protocol. There are no shortcuts in that protocol, so just stay tuned throughout the week. Again, Stephanie Wilson of Kansas City, Missouri, is our winner tonight of our Hy-Vee Private Chiefs Kingdom Watch uh, party. She's got a Zarda barbecue meal catered to her house for nine and her socially distanced friends. She loves the Chiefs. She was at the game yesterday. She'll be at the game this week in the AFC Championship game. We were talking about the parade back on February the 5th. This is a Chiefs kingdom girl through and through and through. We love our winners, Stephanie Wilson. We also love head coach Andy Reid. By the way, just a reminder, this H-plus program 
from Hy-Vee. Free Hy-Vee aisles online grocery delivery, free two-hour express grocery pickup, your own personal shopper, everyday fuel savings. You can sign up tonight, high-v.com forward slash plus, high-v.com forward slash plus. One of the coolest things I've seen Hy-Vee do. Plus, Stephanie was our winner tonight. She actually signed up online with Hy-Vee. All right, let's get now to Dan Israel. He had a chance to sit down with head coach Andy Reid with this exclusive interview. Coach, congratulations on the victory and returning to the AFC Championship. Better yet, hosting the championship right here in Arrowhead for the third year in a row. That is the first time any AFC team has done that. In fact, the only other time in our league a team has hosted a conference championship three consecutive years was you in Philadelphia. What an accomplishment, Coach. I appreciate it. It was a good, good effort by, by the guys. The boys played hard and Defense stepped up right there at the end. It just made a huge stop. And then, you know, you got to give your hat to Adolf with the Chad Henney for the job he did coming in. Whenever a starter goes down, it requires adjustments, none more so than in quarterback. We saw a penalty from what seemed like the difference in snap cadence between Patrick and Chad. But I don't want to overlook the preparation from both players and coaches for these types of situations. They say luck is the planning that goes unseen. Two weeks ago, Coach, in Week 17 against the Chargers, you made the decision to rest some players and get others playing time. Among those was Chad Henney. When you assess his performance in a must-win game like this, how much value were those 60 to 70 snaps of Week 17, both mentally and physically, for Chad? Well, he did great. I mean, you know, he did a nice job for us. I, I, that long one was my, my fault. I'll take that one. Uh, the rest of me, he was throwing strikes, so... Um, listen, I think help that last game ended up helping him play, you know, get back into the swing of playing and shoot. Yeah, what we far- thought was just going to be a practice game ended up being a big game for him, you know. <laughs> I mentioned the adjustments needed. Of course, the bigs bear a lot of that. Your thoughts on the trench work today of your offensive and defensive linemen? Yeah, listen, I, I thought they did a nice job. I mean, that's good defensive front. That's the strength of their defense. Mm-hmm. It's up front and protecting. I thought they did a nice job. I you know, I liked what uh, our D-line was doing by pressuring the quarterback. He's thrown off his back foot quite a little bit. And so all in all, I, you know, you, you gotta, your bigs have to play well. And if they don't, you're going to have problems. Our guys stepped up. And, you know, Chad probably said it the best to the team. He just goes, hey, you know, I, you guys make somebody coming in like this feel comfortable. And, you know, that's what team's all about. So, um, you know, I, I – I thought that's exactly what kind of happened. The big fellows took care of business. At the end of the game, you're leading 22-17. to 17, A heroic third and 14 scramble by Henny gets what looked to me to be a horrible spot. But that leaves you fourth and in inches and presented you with one of those opportunities that coaches have to live with for sometimes a very long time. You mentioned to me off mic that every one of your offensive players and coaches were united with you. You elect to go for it. Chad lines up in the shotgun, which kind of removes the possibility for a quarterback sneak, and we're all thinking up in the booth, buckle up, this ought to be good, then the snap. And the Chiefs are going to a shotgun set here on fourth down and inches. They can take the clock down now. The play clock is at 15, the game clock at 126. They can take this thing all the way down to about a minute in 12 seconds. They snap it. They're going for it. They flood it right. Caught Tyreek Hill. Stays in bounds. 
The same play that they closed the game at against New Orleans. They do it to Cleveland. And Chad Henney out of the bullpen. Incredible job on a third and 14 scramble for 15. They called 13 and a half. Comes back on a roll to the right side. Deking Cleveland into thinking they were going to run the clock. And they find Tyreek Hill on the right flat. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to advance in the AFC playoffs. To put it nicely, Coach, what a gritty, bold call. Yeah, well, believe it or not, we go through all those the night before and, and talk about them. So, um, you know, with the quarterbacks, and they, they get a, get to choose what they want and what they like. And, and um, you know, so it was that situation. And so we had that one left over. And, you know, Chad, Chad liked it. And, and we use it. I, you know, there's no tomorrow. So right. during the playoffs, uh, I thought it was important that we made the effort, uh, you know, to go for it. There were several tense and key moments throughout this game. The first one comes at the end of the opening possession. You drive 10 plays, 75 yards. Mahomes rushes a yard for a touchdown. But Butker's PAT no good. Big momentum swing your way in the closing minutes of the half with this play. Jarvis Landry sneaks out into a left slot. Mayfield holding, comes back to the near side. A man wide open at the five, stumbling for the pylon. The ball's out and fumbled out of the end zone. It'll be a touchback. It was caught. Then he dove for the pylon, lost control of the ball. Gigantic, gigantic fumble. It is a touchback. The Chiefs keep Cleveland off the scoreboard on this drive. Browns get no points on the drive. You end up with a field goal and go to halftime with a lead of 19-3. to Feels pretty good. Browns open the second half. They're driving when your defense says, my ball. Browns are 2 of 4 on third down in the game. Near hash, snap back to Mayfield, under pressure, escapes, moves to his right, trying to reroute his receivers, pass is intercepted, at the 30, coming to the near side, it's the Honey Badger, he's got it at the 20, spins out of bounds at the 19-yard line of the Cleveland Browns, the Honey Badger, eating cobras and picking passes, the Chiefs have a first down inside the red zone. My point is this, Coach, it takes a lot of guts and determination to keep this thing upright, we saw that on all three phases, working together to do that. Yeah, well, when you're in the playoffs, you, you've got to be able to do that. I mean, all three phases end up being huge for you and, and important. And so um, for, for our guys to step up like they did, um, both sides of the ball and special teams, I just think that's, uh, uh, that's big. And we, when we saw room to improve, which is even better. But, Coach, that attitude right there, it's just so important, isn't it? I mean, throughout the 17 games of the regular season, I think we, we witnessed you guys win in 15 different ways. Can you just talk about that attitude in your locker room, that these guys, they just don't quit until they found a way to close out these games? Well, it does. I mean, that's a good football team that we played, and, you know, we, we banged up in a couple spots, and, and, uh, and the guys just kind of put their foot down and said, listen, you you got to do this, and that, that starts with the – with the players and it starts with the coaches and, and they're, they're trusting each other. And, uh, you know, it was just a, it was a good deal all the way around. I mean, you know, my coach, my, my assistant coaches on the offensive side, did a great job. And the assistant coaches on the defensive side, did a great job. Um, and, and so it, it, you know, I'm sitting there as a head coach going, this is, this is a great thing. I mean, that's a, that's what you want. So, um, and, and like I said, listen, Dan, we, we still got plenty of room to improve. We'll go back, look at the tape and, Try to fix a couple things. I'm sure fans are worried about Patrick Mahomes, Bashad Breeland. Both left the game for the concussion protocol. Any word on them yet? No, not not yet. But I, you know, Pat's uh, was it was a weird one because you know you don't see that hard pound into the into the turf. Um, 
And, you know, all that kind of led into uh, that. But he, he's doing great right now. And Good. then Breezy's working his way through it. So, um, as he, you know, as he goes. So his was a little bit later, and he's just kind of, you know, getting checked out right now. So. Well, congratulations again, Coach. It's difficult to overstate just what a tremendous feat it is to get this deep in the playoffs, especially in our league, and and not to mention hosting the conference championship three consecutive years. Have a great week of prep. Good luck hosting the Bills next week. Yeah, it'll be a good one, Dan. Yeah, Buffalo's got a good football team. Yes, they do, but my money's still on this locker room. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate your time. All right, thank you. Gives me chills to even say it, that the Chiefs will host the AFC championship game for a third consecutive year after never hosting it in the 58-year history of the franchise uh, prior to that. So when we come back, we're going to have the leading tackler in Kansas City Chiefs history. Derek Johnson will join us, and we'll talk about this game coming up and yesterday's game. He was there banging the drum. We'll be back with more of the Chiefs kingdom after this. Uh, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. So now the Chiefs have to overcome a holding penalty. They have second and 19, but at the Cleveland 20. 6-3, Kansas City. Bell stays in at running back. Twist by the Browns up front. Slant, cut, Kelsey at the 10. Five angling left, dodge into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. Travis Kelsey, his seventh postseason touchdown grab. That ties an all-time NFL record with Vernon Davis and Dave Casper. A brilliant catch and run by the best tight end in the league. Welcome back to our Chiefs Kingdom show. That was an incredible route, catch, and run by Travis Kelsey. What a year he's having. But again, much like when I was talking about Chris Jones before the break and what he does, it's not even showing up in the stat sheet. We asked Travis Kelsey to do a lot on this team. His blocking, I almost say it week after week after week, people have knocked him in the years passing. He's not a very good blocker. And honestly, I could put together a um, highlight tape of his blocking. And he was good again yesterday and asked to do some dirty work blocking in the box. But that play, the route, he he was on Denzel. Denzel Ward was on him, who was one of the top cover players, uh, cover corners in the National Football League. And he ran a pivot route, basically. It ended up looking like a slant as he made an in-cut slant cut. But he started outside and then pivot, turned his hips to the inside and left Ward in the dust. And again, that's one of the best cover corners in the National Football League. So Stephanie Wilson is our uh, winner tonight. Uh, Stephanie uh, is um, from Kansas City, Missouri. She actually went to Raytown South High School, and she's the winner of our Hy-Vee Private Chiefs Kingdom Watch Party uh, winning contest. She's got a Zarda barbecue meal catered to her house. I'm sure her son's probably munching on it as well. He works for Zoom. So there was no problem uh, for Stephanie making sure she was in on our Zoom call tonight. And uh, Stephanie was at yesterday's game. She's going to this week's game for the AFC Championship against the Buffalo Bills. Again, that'll be a 540 start at Arrowhead Stadium. We've mentioned it before, the third time in a row that the Chiefs will be hosting the AFC Championship game uh, in consecutive years. It's never happened in the history of the AFC. It's only happened in the NFC once and it was Coach Reed that did it in the mid-2000s 
with the Philadelphia Eagles. Also want to remind you on this uh, Chiefs Kingdom show, AFC champion, get ready uh, for this championship game, uh, that the I'm, I'm, I'm loving this, and it's the H-plus program. I keep talking about it, but it's worth talking about it. And it's the premium membership H-plus program. You get free Hy-Vee aisles online, grocery delivery. You get free two-hour express grocery pickup. Your own personal shopper. Stephanie joined me. We wanted like either Mahomes or Kelsey. You can't have either one, I found out. But you can have your own personal shopper. You can get hooked up with someone who knows what you want. Uh, everyday fuel savings, exclusive monthly perks. And uh, you can join tonight. Join tonight at high-v.com forward slash plus. Again, that's high-v.com forward slash plus. We're waiting to be joined by uh, Derek Johnson. We had him on yesterday is on our uh, Field Pass show on Facebook Live and also on the Chiefs YouTube channel, and he was up there banging the drum yesterday, the Chiefs' all-time leading tackler. He was talking about the uh, playoff uh, memory that he had of winning that game in Houston in the 19, or 25 t- 2015 season wildcard victory, the first Chiefs victory in the postseason in 22 years. And don't ever discount that win. Don't ever discount any victory in the playoffs of the postseason. They're very, very hard to get. And Coach Reed now has 16 of them. He is fifth all-time in the history of the National Football League in postseason playoff victories. And with another one yesterday. But for the Chiefs, when you think about it, 58 years of never hosting the AFC Championship game and now getting three straight uh, AFC Championship games at home. Also... Uh, when you look at what the Chiefs have been able to do to have success in the postseason, the divisional playoff victory over the Colts in 2018, the three wins last year winning the divisional playoff round against the Houston Texans, the AFC Championship comeback victory against the Tennessee Titans, and then winning Super Bowl 54 against the 49ers, and winning yesterday's game, that is five postseason victories uh, in the last three seasons. And... Prior to that, there had been only two home playoff victories uh, in franchise history. That, again, covers a span of almost six decades, but the Chiefs now with five home uh, victories in the last three seasons. Again, the Buffalo Bills are coming to town. They have been outstanding. Uh, They've been hot ever since losing to the Chiefs. Remember, that was a weird Monday afternoon game. It had to be rescheduled because of New England's COVID issues. And so the Bills had to be rescheduled. That meant the Chiefs had to be rescheduled against the Bills. And they put that game on a Monday afternoon at 4 o'clock. And Kansas City pretty much controlled that game uh, from start to finish. That was the game where Clyde Edwards-Alaire went over a buck 60 rushing. The Chiefs ran the ball 46 times. Yep, the Chiefs ran the ball 46 times in that game and controlled it uh, in the victory over the uh, Buffalo Bills in the regular season. We're now joined... um, by the uh, leading tackler in Kansas City Chiefs history. It was awesome to see him yesterday. He was with us on our Field Pass show. Ladies and gentlemen, one of my favorite all-time players in Kansas City Chiefs history, Derek Johnson. DJ, thanks for being with us tonight, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me, Mitch. Hey, you've been all over the place. You're like the media machine. You beat the drum and you get all this media attention. You didn't even have this as a player. <laughs> I know, <laughs> uh, but you know when you're winning like the Chiefs, I'm, I'm gonna jump on that bandwagon, baby. Let's talk about yesterday's game. You were there to see it. You and I and uh, Matt McMullen broke it down before the game. Uh, your thoughts overall on the Chiefs able to pull that game out? They've they've had a thousand ways to win. They've set an NFL record 
or close victories, less than uh, one possession in a row prior uh, during December, November, October. Your thoughts on winning that game yesterday the way they won it? You know what? Um, my head's off to the Chiefs. It's hard to win close game in, in, in this in this league. And uh, Andy Reid has um, shown time and time again that, you know, uh, man, just get the ultimate team game. And I know we want to we want Pat Mahomes to, <laughs> to throw for 500 yards and just score 50 points every game. Uh, but I tell you what, uh, winning is the most important thing, and uh, the Chiefs are the best at that right now. And they've won all kind of ways, and 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 they pulled out another another way to win the game. Uh, your star quarterback goes out, and for the fourth quarter, you got a uh, um, you got a veteran uh, backup. Who's, who hasn't really played this year. And I tell you what, man, he stepped up big time. And, uh, and I just, uh, for him to do that and, and be, have, have guts at the end of the game and have the coaches have confidence in Henny at the end of the game, I mean, that's, that was pretty cool to see. And I want to ask you about the defensive stop because I've wanted to bring that up, the stop and that the Browns had scored two consecutive touchdown drives. They only needed a touchdown and they were going to take the lead, possibly win the game. The Chiefs dig in their heels, and they get a stop. They get a three and out, forcing the Browns to punt. That set up the offensive heroics that you laid out there. What about the defense digging in its heels and making the plays when they had to make the plays? You know what? It, it was it, it, it was big time uh, to, for it, they needed to stop at that time because we felt the momentum switching. You know, we, we felt the momentum switching, especially when Pat went out. It was like, you know, the wind kind of went out of the uh, just the whole uh, stadium. But I tell you what, man, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, and those guys, uh, Hitchens. I mean, he 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 came up big on I think on the first down play on that uh, the possession before um, uh, Henny did his thing. But I tell you what, man, the, just the energy from the defense. They knew the sense of urgency to get the ball back to our offense and let uh, Andy. And to recall, call his plays to uh, seal the game. It was it was tremendous by the defense, big time by the defense. We have talked about how extensive this coaching staff is in all three phases, how outstanding they are, what Spags has done in the last two years with his defense. But I'm going to ask you about preparation because Chad Henney is sitting there cold. Uh, you know, he played one game. He played that Charger game basically. But preparation, whether you're an offensive player or a defensive player, and you had to be st- – had to be incredibly prepared. You were in the middle of our defense. You had to make the calls. You had to be responsible for the other 10 guys. You were the quarterback of the defense. How important is it to prepare at a level that fans don't even know you have to prepare at to be ready for anything, especially in the playoffs? You know what? Um, that, that's, the, that's the difference. That's the little bit of difference uh, between winning and losing and uh, being a professional. You, you have to study. You have to pre- prepare uh, um, um, for in all situations throughout the game. And, and, and the more you uh, the more you up your preparation throughout the week, the more confidence you get. And you can tell that the Chiefs were confident um, from their first string players to the to their second or third string players. I tell you what, uh, uh, just the preparation, uh, mental aspect of the game throughout the week. Being a professional player is very extensive, and uh, it it it. it it, it made its way uh, to, down to the second and third string, string guys. I mean, with Henny to step in because he had—I'm sure he hadn't got any reps. But with Pat taking all the reps and and Henny actually, you know, um, playing Baker uh, for the um, for the scout team quarterback and for him to step up, man, I was like, I was very, very impressed. We are blessed 
getting ready for this AFC Championship game to have the leading tackler in Kansas City Chiefs history, one of the greatest of all time, Derek Johnson, with us. Back with more from DJ after this on the Chiefs Kingdom Show on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. 431 to go in the game, 30 and 11 to be specific for Baker Mayfield and the Browns. 6 of 12 on third down conversions. Three wide to the left side, Chiefs playing press. Overshot Breeland, back to throw is Mayfield, flings it in the flat, it is caught by Kareem Hunt at the 30 and taken down at the 33-yard line. Excellent open field tackle. Chavarius Ward played it very well. They were looking to try to get a pass to Kareem Hunt and having break tackles in the flat. And an excellent job by one of the better corner tacklers in the league in Chavarius Ward. Terrific stop. Kansas City gets a three and out there, set up the Henny Heroics at the end of the game. But the Chiefs needed to get a stop. They got a stop. And the all-time leading tackler in Chiefs history, Derek Johnson's our guest tonight. Our player interview presented by Hellsburg Diamonds. Uh, serving the Chiefs kingdom for over a century with 200 locations nationwide. Thanks to Jay Binkley for finding that uh, highlight. Uh, one of the great guys covering the Chiefs and has for a long time. Great passion and excellent. If you have a chance to follow the Bink, uh, do so because he knows what's going on in the National Football League. Also a special a shout-out to Stephanie Wilson from Kansas City, Missouri, tonight's Ivy Private Chiefs Kingdom Watch Party Zoom winner. Uh, and again, she's had a Zarda meal that's been catered to her house, enjoyed by her and her son, and going to be enjoyed by her friends, too. Uh, but with us is Derek Johnson tonight, gracious to give us a couple minutes of his time. Um, DJ, uh, to be a part there yesterday to bang the drum, be a part of the spirit. Uh, and and at the, as, the, as the Super Bowl 54 was winding down, it was hard for me not to choke back tears as I was making those calls. But in my mind, flashed in front of my mind, were all the guys that wore the uniform in the 26 years I'd cover the team, and you were at the front of that list, I kid you not. How much do you feel a part of this? And I hope you do and felt a part of that Super Bowl victory. That's a great question. I, you know what? Uh, it, it, obviously, I would love to be <laughs> to be still playing and in my prime and uh, being that impact player for the Chiefs. Uh, but I tell you what, uh, you know, being able to, 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 to humble myself and to, and to know that I was, so blessed to, to be a part of so many great teams and so many uh, um, so many great players at that and being on some really good teams that you know never uh, never got to the big to the big dance but I tell you what built, being a being a part of that building block to help these guys show them show them the way and show them how to conduct themselves on the field and off the field and uh, um, you know uh, play at a high level I, I think I've I made sure I left left it all out there on the field and and uh, left a high standard for the guys to follow and I and I think I was a, a pretty good role model for the guys and now it's their time and they, I guess I can tell you what they are taking it and running with it right now so I'm uh I'm I'm all I'm all in I'm 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 all in with the with the running back tour so I'm all in. If I could highlight it, big font, I'm I'm going to tell you I'm going to vouch for your career. And it does set up a great example for everybody to follow that wears a Chiefs uniform, not just on defense or not just the linebackers. But there were some plays yesterday that Hitch made. You mentioned Anthony Hitchens that reminded me of you. Um, he got some help up front, but when he needed to fill and arrive, he arrived and did good things when he got there. Uh, the responsibility that a Hitch has, I mean, it's the same responsibility you had. How much is on his plate? Oh man, it's it's a quarterback of defense. Uh, it's so many 
um, little little things mentally that we have to do by being that quarterback of the defense, having that green dot on our helmet, calling all of the plays. Uh, there are so many times where we have to call plays by ourselves at time and just get everybody lined up because this is the ultimate team game. And, and if somebody's out of gap or somebody's off, it's you know usually coach you know Spags is going to look at look at Hitchens because he, he's the guy in the middle that's setting everything up, and uh, it's a big responsibility. And uh, not a lot of people can do it. Uh, he's a veteran leader. Uh, that, that that's a good character guy. That's uh, that's building that culture and, and holding upholding that linebacker position. And uh, it's it, it, when it, when I see athletic linebackers like that make plays, I'm uh, I'm always smiling from ear to ear. And to play in space, so to speak, football term. But that is, I mean, these running backs yesterday were horses. And you and I talked about it on pregame. It's not just defending them in the run; it's defending them in the passing game. And uh, it was interesting whether it was Hitchens or Wilson or looking at Neiman and what he had to do, uh, but covering these guys in the backs. I mean, they got it coming this week with Buffalo, too. They're going to have to cover Singletary out of the backfield. Just how difficult is that to play runners in the passing game? No oh, man, that's that's the deal. I, I always, uh, I'm, whenever I mentor younger linebackers, they always say, "Man, hey, tell me some things that'll help me to prolong my career." And the first thing I tell them is, "Can you play in space? Can you play on third down?" Uh, most linebackers can play on first and second down. When I say first and second down, I'm, I mean, you know, uh, um, running downs or, or things that, uh, you know, where, where they're not in empty formation. Now, um, of course, offenses. You know that come out, especially Andy Reid. He'll come out and empty on the first play, um, on the first on the first down. But at the same time, being able to uh, uh, to stay on the field all three downs, being that linebacker, you say, hey, uh, even though this college offense is is here, this spread offense is here. You know, I'm a linebacker that can cover tight ends, I can cover running backs, and when it comes to cover four, or cover three, or cover two, I can match up with a receiver on the inside. And and being able to make open field tackles on screens and all that. So uh, my, my hat's off to those guys. Very, very athletic linebackers we have. But, DJ, you were outstanding in coverage and made explosive plays. The two pick sixes in Denver are two of my favorite all-time memories. I remember your pick six against uh, those the Jets, I think, or the Jaguars. You had you had one against the Jaguars, and then one against oh. the yeah, and the Jets one where we I was going to bring you oxygen about the twenty because I'm calling it you know, but to make you want to be basic, I know you've got to do your assignment, but then also to have the ability to make an explosive play like the Honey Badger did yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. In order to make plays like that. Uh, you have to anticipate um, your opportunity to make that play. In order to do that, your preparation has to be off the charts. You have to know when you can take certain chances in your scheme of defense. I mean, don't get me wrong, you want to you wanna execute the play that the coach calls, but there, there are times where things are happening where you say, man, I can take a chance right here. And, and that's, that's where um, the coaches let me have that freedom to say, all right, when you see that you can take a chance, we trust that you uh, that you'll take that and uh, pull the trigger. And uh, and most of the times, I was I was right on that. And the Chiefs this week playing Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills. To me, he can do some things like Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Mahomes, one of your native Texans. You're a Waco Lion man. He's a White House Wildcat over there at Tyler. But when I watch Josh Allen, the farm kid that's turned into a quarterback. How much is a linebacker? What do you, I mean? To, he, these guys go off script to make these plays. How do you contain a Josh Wilson and keep him from going crazy when it's not even the design play? 
Oh man, uh, Josh Allen is a. You, you talk about a, a quarterback that's um, big, strong arm. Uh, you talk about a quarterback that's that's young and up and coming. Of course, he's in in, in some shadows of, of of Pat Mahomes, but he's a star quarterback. So uh, I mean, he can he can throw it a mile and he can run a mile too. I mean, he, he's mm. a dual threat quarterback that that knows that uh, he has to get the ball to his, his favorite target, and, and that's Diggs, uh, which is one of the best receivers in the game. We have a couple good ones, too, obviously, but um, uh, we're going to have to uh, play tight defense um, in the back end like we always do on third down, still get after this big quarterback. Of course, we got to stop the run first. I think we can do that. We just uh, stop the run on the – I mean, we, we, out, we outrust, <laughs> which is crazy, we outrust – you know the best running team in the in the, in the league uh, this past Sunday. So it was it's pretty cool to see the defense stepping up, and uh, it's it's not just a you know offensive team, and you know of course it's Pat Mahomes' team, but he has a lot of help. I will tell you that, which is great for us. We're gonna let you go, DJ. But before we let you go, how fired up for this game are you, and to win maybe the Lamar Hunt Trophy in back-to-back seasons? Oh man, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, Lamar Hunt, um, always before um, training camp used to come and uh, talk to, uh, talk to us, uh, before he passed, obviously. And his, uh, his son Clark always gets up before training camp and lets us know how important bringing his dad's trophy back to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what a way, uh, to, 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 uh, just, just put your, um, just, man, it, it's, it's so, it's so exciting to know that. That, that we have that opportunity again. That you know, sometimes I mean, I played in this league for a long time, and these 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 opportunities don't come around all the time. And to have it, you know, back to back coming, uh, this is uh, this is pretty awesome. I can't wait for this coming game. Thanks for being with us, brother. God bless you and your wonderful family. It was awesome to see you yesterday. Thanks, man. Thank you so much, man. Derek Johnson, Kansas City's Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs all-time leading tackler. Back to close things out after this. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to advance in the AFC playoffs. The Chiefs are going to host the AFC championship game for the third consecutive year. That has never, ever, ever happened in the history of the AFC. And the Chiefs, we will monitor what will happen with Patrick Mahomes in the concussion protocol, but the Chiefs hold on to beat the Cleveland Browns and get a playoff victory in the divisional playoffs. They are moving on, beating the Browns 22-17. to Fifth playoff victory in the last three seasons for the Chiefs after they had one in 22 years. And now a four at Arrowhead Stadium. And now a shot at winning that Lamar Hunt trophy in back-to-back years. Again, the concussion protocol for Patrick Mahomes. I mentioned it earlier in the show before we talked to DJ that there are no skipping steps in that protocol, a five-step process that will basically uh, be really take uh, much of the week, quite honestly. It's been put in place the last couple of years. It has been very good for the league uh, to uh, for the safety of the players. It's been great. And so it's something that the, um, you know, we welcome that that strong protocol is in place. Neurologists are involved. Experts are involved. So it'll be a day-to-day process. Everybody wants an answer on a Monday night or a Tuesday. 
Not sure it's going to be that way until later in the week, but I am optimistic about Patrick Mahomes playing in this AFC Championship game against the Buffalo Bills. So again, here come the Bills. They are hot as Josh Allen, outstanding team. Stephon Diggs was the leading receiver in the NFL. Catches, yards. This is a powerful team, but they're facing the Kansas City Chiefs that have won 15 games and when the starters played, have lost only one since last November in the second week of 2019. Get ready, Chiefs Kingdom. It is time, time for the AFC Championship game that will be hosted. And as I said last year, the stadium that Lamar Hunt was his dream, the team that Lamar Hunt founded, will now play again for the Lamar Hunt Trophy. Thanks for joining us on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Bad Boy Mowers, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mow with an attitude. And by High V, the world's best tailgating begins at High V. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey, it's Carrington Harrison from The Drive on 610 Sports Radio, the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Every Monday at 2.15, we sit down for an exclusive interview with Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. The only place in Kansas City, it's the only place in the country where you're going to hear a weekly conversation with the Chiefs franchise quarterback. Make sure to set a reminder, but if you missed the interview at 2.15, you can catch the replay at 5.15 on your drive home. Number 15 at 2.15 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. This is the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.